Welcome back, everyone, to the FGF Podcast, a God-loving podcast. I'm your host, Frank, and I'm here once again with my lovely wife, Giselle. Hello. God bless, everyone. So today we got a, a pretty good topic, and from the sounds of it, this is a topic that my wife likes. So <laughs> hopefully we hear a little bit more from her, right? Uh, today uh, we're going to talk about something that I think a lot of us kind of wonder or kind of have a conversation about at some point right and that's about partaking and and being a part of uh, a lot of things right Mm -hmm. like partaking with friends family things like that uh, and especially when it comes to non-christian folks so the question is should we be partaking should we be a part of certain things or things in general right with people that are non-christian people that do not follow the the lord or anything like that what do you think what do i think um like the saying goes you are who you hang out with (laughs) i'm kidding no but um i honestly think that it it um how do i say this um for me, I'm 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 gonna say this as just me myself. Uh, I got friends. I have friends that some of them are Christians. Okay. Then I have friends that are not Christians. All right. And I I treat all of them with respect. I treat them with love. Of course. And I don't judge. I don't judge them. Their 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 lifestyle, the the way they do things with their life on a daily basis. Um, it's not what I would would do. But I still respect them equally. I don't, I don't, like I said, I, I respect them as long as I'm respected too. You know what I mean? Correct. I'll treat I everyone, understand. I treat everyone with love and kindness. And um, now with my friends that are non-Christians, a lot of them, they like to go party. They love to drink. They love to party. They say, they curse a lot. Okay. And um, when I'm around them. I don't, I don't drink. Um, I would joke with them and, um, if they curse, I just don't curse around. I, I, they if they do it, that's their choice, but I don't do it. Okay. So even if I hang out with them, I, I really, I kind of be cautious of what I partake and whatnot. And that's the, that's the key. You have to, you have to be cautious because you have to, you are, responsible of your own actions right right and you can't go around and saying that you're a christian but not living it not showing it right right, you understand what i'm saying like you have to be the light of the group even no matter where you go but do you think it's okay to be hanging around with them even if you know that what they're going to be doing is wrong um i would say it if if you feel like let's okay for example if someone tells me if my friends tell me that they're going to the club, if I want to go to the club, I'm not going to go to the club. I wouldn't do that. Okay. Because I know that, I mean, by me partaking in that is not going to lead into anything good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're listening to worldly music. You're seeing everyone around you drinking. And is that in the environment that you really want to set yourself into? Or the environment that you should be in. Uh, or the environment you should be in, correct. So, I would, like I said, just be cautious. 
if you go out, I mean, going out to dinner with your friends is not bad. Um, going out bowling, um, things like that. Just, just, just be cautious of where, what you, what you do, what you're doing, with what you're doing. Like if it's a club or if it's hanging out at a bar, you don't want to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? Um, but if it's like a, like a nice little dinner or to go catch a movie with your friends or, you know what I mean? Go yeah. golfing, bowling. Um, so, go t- some sort of fun activity, that some fun is activity like that family the- friendly, that, that, that is, uh, friendly in the sense of you're not doing anything that would be causing you to do the opposite of exactly what, what God is expecting us to do. Exactly. Yes. That's what I mean. Okay. Okay. Um, I agree with you. Like for example, perfect example. Um, a uh, couple uh, last last weekend, yeah, it was last weekend okay. on Saturday. Um, I went to go have dinner with some of my coworkers, right, right, I remember. What are, which are also friends. So we all had dinner, and at the dinner table, basically all of them decided to grab a drink. Now, I was the only one that didn't ask for a, you know, I didn't, I I didn't want to drink. I didn't drink out of the group. They all did, except for me. So they they said, oh, but it's just one drink. You know, just grab yourself a wine. Or I said, no, no, it's okay. And I stood my ground. Right, which is important. Which is important. I stand my ground. And I had dinner with them. Yeah, they, they said just have one drink. They try to convince, convince me. But I stood, (laughs) (laughs) but I stood my ground and no means no. And I, I, they were accepting. They left it as it is. We all had dinner and they drunk, they had their, their little cocktails. And that was that. And once the dinner was over, I said goodbye to everyone. And I came straight home. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Mm -hmm. I remember. So it's and and like I said, at the same time. You don't have to do what others do. Agree. You don't agree. have to do what others do. I, I I agree. I definitely. It's agree. all it's, it's it's all about. You have to have a strong mindset. You have to be strong. You have to be cautious and always keep your guard up because in any in every way, shape, and form, the enemy is going to try to find ways to get you. But I think that's when the strength of the spirit. The is strength of the spirit. Stand your ground. But like I said, if they were to invite me to a club or to a bar, I would, I would not. That's like, that's like me setting myself up. I'm sorry. I'm going to do that. (laughs) That's setting myself up. Um, I agree. mm -hmm. You don't want to set yourself up in that. I mean, you're asking for it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I agree. I definitely agree with the sense of being cautious and knowing where you're putting yourself into. I I think that people have this misconception of that if you're a Christian, you can't hang out with your friends or secular friends, right? Like push them away completely. And like, I I think that you have to be careful 
of the friends that you do keep around, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are certain friends, let's be realistic. They are friends that will bring you down. That will bring you down, that they will not take a no, that they will they will do everything. Like, they're out there to make sure that you, like... You go back to your old ways yeah, or something, yeah. I've, ha- I've had friends like that where I'd be like, oh, Frank, you're so boring. Like, come on, just have a drink. And they'll keep pushing that drink on you until you break. And those are the type of friends that you got to... You got to kind of flee from. And I, I myself, I've cut people like that in my life. Yeah. I, I, I've done that myself. Like I had this friend that I've known her my whole entire, my whole entire, um, um, when we was kids, we known each other since we was kids. Since y'all were young. Since we was young. She was my neighbor for many years. Um, Mm. her family knows my family. We hung out. I mean, me and her basically kind of grew up together. We always seen each other, spent time together. But what happened was is that as we became adults, she was very into heavy drinking. She was very into the party lifestyle. And I got myself into that as well. I was a party girl. I was always partying, drinking. Um, Like, I would party from Thursday till Sunday. Wow. So from Thursday to Sunday. And I think we had, like, a name for everything. Like, what was it like? Like um, Tipsy Tuesdays, or I don't know, you know what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Went out was it, yeah, much. like like yeah. I forgot what Friday was, but there was always something for for each day. I promise you guys, I was always partying, partying, partying. And um, when I started going into church, and when I started, when I accepted the Lord as my Savior, and I, when I accepted Jesus in my life, I already knew in my heart that there was a lot of things that I needed to change. But it all starts with you, with your with yourself, and of course, letting the Holy Spirit also take over and guide you. So um, when I was when I was in that transition in that period of my life, um, she was still trying to persuade me into going to clubs with her. And hey, let's go here, let's go there, let's have this drink, let's do this, mm-hmm. let's do that. And I'm over here trying to get away from that, but she kept trying to like pull me pull in. in, and I kept telling her like each and every single time like no. I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I, I'm tired of that. I, I definitely, like, if you want to go ahead and do that, that's on you. But it's not for me. You're like, I resign. I resign. <laughs> but she kept on continuing, like, to do it. And this is where I feel like, okay, now this is it. I have to, this is this is the end. Got to cut, cut the tie. And I ended up cutting my tie. And I don't regret it. Yes, it kind of does hurt. It does hurt because think about it. This is a person that I grew up with. Our families know each other. She was my neighbor. We was kids. We're about the same. We're the same age. But I knew that in order for me to do better for myself and in order for me to to change, I had yeah, to too. take that drastic measure. Right, right. And yes, and and this and this and this this process will hurt. It is not easy. It's a continuous battle, but it's not impossible. Amen. I, I agree. 100%. It's not impossible. And anybody that's listening, um, if you're struggling and you feel like you're stuck and with because you feel you feel like you owe you don't owe anybody nothing. You don't you don't owe anyone nothing. And if you feel like you have to be around this specific person because they were always with you or you feel like you're bound to them, don't think that way. Because you're, if you're trying to give yourself to if, Christ. If especially if you're trying to give yourself to Christ, understand that everyone has their own path. 
you have a path to choose up uh, uh, uh you take you take your own you 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 got to understand that um so sometimes people can be temporary temporarily in your life in your life it doesn't mean it's forever right you i mean i can sit here and tell you that i've had so many people that i was so close to but they're gone now yeah and, and and you know what? Maybe it, it, they were there at a period of their time, but that's different now. Correct. So um, don't ever feel like like you're stuck. Um, if you feel like if you continue, if you feel that person is bringing you back and pulling you, then this is where you have to it's make a decision. Time. It's time. You, you can you can pray for them. You can love them, saying, but love them from a distance. Love you, them from you, a distance. You have to understand that this path of righteousness that you're taking, you can't jeopardize it for everyone. Exactly. You, it, God is love. And I'm not saying to not love a person, but you can love a person from a distance and pray for them. And that's where you kind of have to know how to guide that, that situation. Right. Me personally, I've had a lot of friends that I don't speak to anymore, that I don't have relationships with anymore. Uh, and those were my decisions. It, it was my decisions, but my decision was based off of the will of God, meaning that I personally needed to let them go because I knew that as long as I had them in my life, that it would be hard for me to move forward. With my relationship with God. I knew it. And we have to be realistic. We have to be honest. Like you said. You can know somebody for many years. Mm -hmm. I, I, I had a friend that was like a brother to me. When I say like a brother to me. I mean genuinely like a brother to me. We 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 basically played football together. We, we talked about running away. And moving to Virginia. And going pro, and we had all these plans, babe. Of all the places, Virginia. Yeah, because <laughs> Virginia had uh, Virginia had a, a good football program. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> our, our goal was to become professional football players. Okay, and, so there was a meaning and, behind. Yeah. It. Okay. And, and we had these conversations. We talked about sports, and we were really, really close. But that didn't last long. And then mm. when, as I got older, by the time we got to high school, we went to different high schools. And then I seen him and during the time that I saw him, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I still wasn't in church, but he was out in the street. He was gang banging. Mm. He was out in the corners. He was doing stuff. And I could, I didn't even recognize him. He recognized me. Wow. He saw me walking down the street. He was like, Frank. And I'm like, who's this? And, he, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to say his name, but he's like, yeah, it's, you know me and such I'm and like, such yeah yeah and i'm like wow man like it's been a long time and he we were he was very talented in football i expected him to make something out of himself and he expected the same of me but um yeah sometimes friendship don't last forever and then i had friends that they were just they were poisonous they were toxic mm -mm. meaning that they, they would always get into fights. They will always be doing the wrong things, drinking, doing drugs, whatever. And anytime I was around them, I felt like I had to partake in it. I, I felt like I had to be a like part it of pull, it. It draws you in even exactly. when you don't want to. 
and it happens exactly and then when i gave my life to christ i made it i made it a big thing to try to eliminate and and, and it wasn't how do i say i, I don't want to say it in a bad way but eliminate in the sense of distance myself from them like i wouldn't mind having a conversation with them over the phone but i didn't want to hang out with them in person because every time we hung out in person they would come with some with something to smoke they would come with something that to drink or something and and it would just it would be like hey frank do, do, do you want one or do you want a hit or do you want a this or and it'd be like come on man like i, I don't need this i'm trying to I'm trying to walk this narrow path and, and you're just trying to, to, to tempt me and push me. And the thing is, if you're a Christian, if you're a newborn Christian, let me tell you something. The biggest mistake you can make in your life is allowing those people to continuously be a part of your life. Facts. And, 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 not, and I'm not saying like push them completely away, but you need to understand that you need personal time with Christ. You need to grow spiritually before you can go ahead and be back in the presence of that friend. Mm-hmm. Because the issue is, is that most people immediately think, I have Jesus, I have the power of the Lord with me, I have the Holy Spirit that dwells in me, I can go ahead and I can go hang out with this person. At, at Let's say, I'm going to go shoot hoops with this person, I'm going to go play basketball with this person. There's nothing wrong. God is with me. Amen, God is with you. But guess what? If you haven't been praying and you haven't been reading the word and all these things mm-hmm. and your friend is smoking a joint or smoking something that he shouldn't be smoking and he's drinking as well, guess what? That temptation is still there. What you're fighting is your flesh. You're fighting against things that's unseen. You're fighting against. It's amazing how some people think that they can put themselves in that situation and not get and get, not get affected and not, by and not, it and not exactly mm-hmm. and not fall, not fall. And, I, and I'm not saying that there's people that aren't spiritually strong that that can't go that can't fight those things because there are. But at the same time, be cautious, like you said, be cautious in the in the situations and the things that you're doing. If you're going to a dinner, that's fine. If everybody else is drinking around a beers or around a wine, be the eyeball. It doesn't hurt. I'm a I'm gonna get a sprite or a Dr Pepper. Mm, exactly. You already you, you already know my drinks. It's gonna be a sprite or a Dr Pepper. I don't care if I look weird. If you want to be my friend and you you have to respect me. And if you don't respect me, I'll pray for you, but I have to keep you at a distance. And there's nothing wrong with that. Your here, and this is another thing I want to say. Your friends, if they're really, really your friends, they will support you and respect you. respect you and encourage you. Amen. No matter if they're in the if they're not Christian, qu- Christian or not. That's true. If your friends truly, if those are what you call friends, mm-hmm. though, if they, like I said, if they respect you encourage you and support you then that's that's who you want to keep around right without judging you or or putting you down or or trying to pressure you to do things that you don't want to do exactly 100 percent. i want to say i want to share something because this goes with friends and family and family yes and family yes and the reason why i want to say that is because since you said encouragement and things like that Mm -hmm. i have i have multiple brothers and i have multiple sisters one of my brothers, a matter of fact, two of my brothers, 
they are very they know I go to church now. They they even even when I used to go to church and I wasn't completely committed to church, right? They can talk as bad as they want. They can say whatever they want to say, whatever. But if they heard me curse, they'd be like, Frankie, you can't do that. They'll correct you. To, you? you, you yeah, they'll correct me. They'll be like, Frankie, you can't curse. You go to church. Frankie, you can't say that. You go to church. Keep going to church. You're doing good. That's what you need in your life. Because that's respect. Believe it or not, that's respect. Believe it or not, somebody that can identify that they know that they're doing wrong, right? But they see that you're trying to do something right. They don't want you to they don't want to see you fall. They want you to continue on wherever you're going. So if your friend sits there and corrects you, if if you slip a curse word or oopsie, right? And they'd be like, Hey, you know, Gigi, you know, that don't sound so good. Mm-hmm. That's a friend. Because they're making it known like, hey, we, we're not used to hearing you. We see you in this way. We respect you this way. This is not who you are. And that is true friendship. That is true. That's love. That, 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 that's that's love. a respect. A respect. That's a true respect. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Those are the people, and I know I'm kind of pushing it, but those are the people that when you speak about God, they listen. Because they respect you. Because they see what God is doing in your life. Mm -hmm. And because they see what God is doing in your life, they want to correct you because they see that God is working with you. Mm -hmm. So they're quicker to listen to you than a person that doesn't respect you. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that God doesn't work miracles or anything like that. I'm just saying that in a generalized situation... A person that respects you and sees you walking a certain path and loves the fact that you're doing that is encouraging for you to do supportive, uh, supportive and all these things. At that point, you know that they're going to listen to you when you talk about God. This this I love this topic. This really touches me. It really hits home because I know exactly how it feels to to have that struggle with when you're when you're in that transition. It is not easy. It's hard. It is. And it's super hard. It's hard. It, it, it's. I think that people think that once you turn and this is the truth, at least for me, at least for me. And I think a lot of people, too. Um, when you accept Jesus, your life changes immediately. But I think that some people, especially with me, I thought that it just changed, that I didn't have to do any work. That I didn't have to remove people out of my life. That I didn't have to change the way I thought or anything like that. That it was it was just going to happen. Let me tell you something. When you accept Jesus, you have to start doing certain things. Yes, God will remove certain people from your life. Yes, God will move certain things in your life. But you also have to put your part. It isn't about just sitting back and waiting. Because right. it do, it doesn't work like that. And um, also, I wanted to say that I've also had to apart myself from family members. Yeah. Because I feel like, you see, the enemy is going to find every little, every way possible 
to get you to fall, to feel little about yourself, to feel like you won't accomplish anything, to feel like you're you're not worthy. Yeah, you're worthless. And yes, and that's how the enemy works. The enemy will put a friend, even a family member, someone that's close to you, because it's always the closest people to you that hurt you. Yeah. Okay? And I know for, for me, from my personal experience, I had to cut certain people away out of my life, family, because those people around me were not doing me any good but causing me harm. Mm. Okay? Now, I'm not going to say who in my family, but I had to do that because if I continue to to um, be surrounding myself with those type of people, it was it wasn't it was going to be hard for me, a constant struggle for me, a battle. And I'm like, OK, if I can stay away from this and minimize because, listen, let's be honest, when this path isn't easy. No, You're going to continue to get attacked in every shape, way, and form. Continuous. So if there's things you can eliminate, if there's certain things that you can kind of stay away you, from, you got, you avoid it. Like, do it. Do it, yeah. do it because you're going to keep getting attacks from here, from there. Left, right. Left, right, up, up down. down everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. So if there's things that you can cut, cut it. Exactly. Cut it. Don't even second guess it. Don't even think about it. If you if you know that this person is causing you harm and you know that continuing to be around this person is not going to do you any good and is not going to help you grow spiritually, cut it. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it. And um, and but pray for them. Pray for them. Still love them. Show love. Yeah. Still show show love, love and just pray. pray for them. And also if you don't know which direction to take and you don't know like what are those people that are not making it better for you to grow spiritually? Pray. Pray. Ask the Lord to reveal what are the things around you that you have to kind of stay away from. Yeah, the people. The people. Uh, um, Certain things that circum- maybe. Yeah, yeah, certain situations. Certain situations. Things that you might not even think is a big deal, but it really is. And it's what's pulling. It was what's taking you away from growing spiritually. Right, right. It's like, for example, you, God may, like, let's say, for example, you have a friend, right? The friend isn't that bad. But every time you go out to dinner, right, with this friend, they drink a lot. And that's bad, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have discernment and pray that God helps you with, with, the understanding of when to hang out with that person, right? So, in other words, it's like if if you if you're gonna go ahead and hang out with this person, but you know that this person every single time that they go out to have dinner with you, they drink. When they drink, they act funny, right? You have to have discernment. You have to have understanding, and you have to be understanding of the fact that hey. I love this person. This person is great. Out, uh, outside of us hanging out and having dinner, this person is great. You have to understand that you shouldn't be in that situation. You shouldn't partake with that person in dinner at that. And I know we kind of went left field with all of this because <laughs> we went from talking about partaking to basically what you should do. <laughs> um, no, but if but you think about it, it kind of goes it, hand in yeah, hand. It, it does go hand in hand. But... Um, 
the point of this conversation was <laughs> strictly on whether you should hang out around with people. So I'm I'm gonna reel it in real quick. Uh so we can go ahead and kind of close it out, right? Uh but I'm gonna go ahead and read this Bible verse first. Okay. Okay. So what I'm gonna read is First Corinthians chapter ten, verse twenty one. And it says in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. You have to be very cautious. Listen, everybody is different. Everybody is different. Everybody. I'm not going to sit here and say that every person is the same. What you may be able to handle, I may not. But I have to know. If I'm basing it off of the Bible... I cannot be partaking with those with those people and mm-hmm. what they are doing. If they are drinking, I don't want to partake with them. That's me personally. I know some people and listen, the Bible doesn't say that you can't drink. It says not to be drunk. Some people talk about that you can't drink at all and blah, blah, blah. Maybe we'll have an episode about that one day. Right. But the thing is, you have to have that discernment whether or not to be there. Right. Me personally, based off of scripture, I'm not going to be there. I don't want to be there. Have I been there in those situations? Yeah, I have. A lot of times it wasn't because I really asked for it. (laughs) You know what I mean? But at the same time, you have to be cautious. You have to be very, very cautious. You can't continue to live a godly life and surround yourself with dark, demonic people. You cannot keep doing that. Be cautious. Have discernment. Distance yourself from situ- from situations and people that aren't going to bring you closer to God. Show love, prayer. It doesn't hurt to go out to dinner with somebody. But if you know that all they're going to do is going to have four or five beers or they're going to have a beer, three shots, whatever the case may be, you have to kind of distance yourself from that because at that point it's one thing to go with a friend to have dinner and they have one cup of wine, one beer, whatever it is. Right. Then to go out to dinner and have a friend that's going to drink three beers, three shots and is genuinely trying to get drunk. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. There's a big, big difference. People. I think that people have this conception of, Oh, well, if they're drinking one, it's it, it's bad. No, not necessarily. Unless, you know, they get drunk with one. But if they're having one glass of wine and you're having a Coke, there's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. You can't hang out with that person. Right? One thing I, I do want to sit here and say before we close it out, though, is be cautious on who you partake with where you partake at, like you said, clubs, bars, don't do it. Cut it out. Cut it out. Nope. Cut it out. I, I don't, I, I don't, I get it. You can evangelize, you can preach. I've seen videos on TikTok and all this stuff of people going into bars and stuff. Okay. But that's different. That's a mission. That is a spiritual mission. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to hang out with a friend and you're going to a bar or you're going to a club, that is not a mission. You're doing that for enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Cut it out. 
period. Cut it out. That's not where we belong. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. And we, we listen, we wholeheartedly love you guys. Everyone that's listening, we truly wholeheartedly care about you guys. And if we we're do. talking about this and if we're bringing this up, it's because we care. And it's because it's all love and we've been through it. Yeah. And if we're sharing the, our, our personal experience and, and if we're bringing this topic up, it's because we, we hope that our listeners, everyone that's connected right now listening to us can relate. Right, of and, and can 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 understand right, where we're coming from. Right, we're, we're here for we're, we're here with love. We're here with love. We're, we're, we're here. Listen, we're one body in Christ. We're Christians. We're children of God. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see any of my brethren. I don't even want to see myself. Not make it to the kingdom of heaven. So that's what we're doing. And also, um, I really, how do I say this? One thing about one thing that I, the reason why I love what I do is because a lot of people, believe it or not, because I was one of them, there's people that don't have encouragement or have someone that right. can give them an advice. Right. And I truly wish that I had that. Me, me growing up, uh, I, agree I wish you. I had someone that can talk to me can encourage me, can give me words. And, and if, and if I can do that by having one of our, one of our listeners listen, you get, you get what I'm saying? Like if I can have, if I can have that, if I can do that for someone else, that's, that's, that's a, that's a lot. that, That means a lot to me. It's very fulfilling because I know what it's like not to have that. Yeah. So by me doing this for someone else, it's it's some because I feel like I hey I'm doing something that I wish I had. Right, right, right. We're 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 doing this with all love for yeah, the kingdom we're, of the Lord. We're we're doing this, so it may be a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. We're, we're having open conversations, but I know a lot of the times with our open conversations, like the last episode with the Barbie, we speak about this as a warning, as love. This is love, people. People don't understand that this is love. This is love. We love you. And we just want to give you advice based off of our personal experience, based off of what the scripture says. You have to be cautious. You have to be aware. You have to know what the Lord is wanting from you. Follow his commandments. You have to also know where you can and cannot be and where you should and shouldn't be. Because my wife is probably capable of being in a situation that I can't be in. Because my wife, the Lord may use her in that situation, but I may fall in that situation. And that's the reality of things. You have to understand and have discernment and allow the Lord to instruct you and guide you in situations like this. Mm Mm-hmm. If you know that you can't be around this friend because every time you're around this friend, you're talking about something that you shouldn't talk about, then you have to do something about it. Or every time you hang around with this friend, you're feeling the temptation of doing something you're not supposed to be doing, then you have to take action. Because the thing is, the devil is out there roaming like a roaring lion, like he's out there waiting to devour you, waiting for you to fall. You have to put your part as well. With all that being said, 
I thank you all for listening. Now, I do want to say before we hang, before we stop this, I said hang up like if we're on the <laughs> hang phone. up like we're on the phone. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say we hang up. See, my, I got my wife laughing. Listen, people, it's been a long day. Uh, God bless everyone. But um, we do have a new podcast. It's called Real Stories of Miracles and Hope. It's an FGF podcast. It is in video platform. If you want to watch the video, it is on Spotify. So if you want to watch video platform, it's on Spotify. I share stories that I find online. Uh, and basically, I've shared one of my miraculous healings, which I believe you've heard on this podcast or on the Rumble channel. And I'll have all those links down in the description so you can go ahead and click on them if you want to watch it. If not, you can listen to the podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. All right, everyone. So with that being said, God bless you all. Hopefully God bless. this was a blessing. Till next time. Till next time.